Hello, you're listening to Let It Fly, episode number 26. I am your host, Aaron Makem, and this week I'm going to discuss some comics. Yes, it's been a while since I've talked about comic books, and it's been uh, it's actually been a pretty good while since I've actually sat down to read any. So I, I was kind of chomping at the bit to, uh, I just haven't had the time, and so I was able to sit down and, and burn through all of Marvel's Star Wars up until issue number 13, I think. 12 or 13. And, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, how I was going to feel about this, about the story in Star Wars from Marvel. Um, I know that everything is going to be canon from now on. So therefore, um, you know, I, I think that when you're dealing with the original trilogy, that you have to be careful where you tread for the simple reason that you don't want to uh, do something that would make the films not work, to, to add doubt to the films. And then I think, Ah, you know, maybe they just don't care because, you know, not everybody's going to read the comics and therefore they're not going to know this information and, you know, things of that nature. Um, I was kind of curious in the beginning when I read the first two issues that there was, uh, this This is going to contain some spoilers. I'm going to try to keep the spoilers like below issue seven, say. So these are minor and... Uh, but I just want to talk about my feelings about some of the reveals uh, that we learned that I feel as though might not fit in the original trilogy, but obviously um, they can make it work because they just don't really mention it because we're not exactly sure what happens, what, what Luke does between the destruction of the Death Star in the first film and um, his uh, being with the rebels on Hoth in the second film. But this is a lot of story that happens in between there. I'm not exactly sure where it's all going to go. I just really like uh, what they've done. But at the same point in time, um, I'm not quite sure how I feel about the fact that Luke and Vader have uh, had had another uh, incident or altercation, as it were, um, in the comic. And it happened between those two time frames, or those two points in time, the de- destruction of Death Star and, and him showing up on Hoth. And I just wasn't wasn't quite sure how I felt about it. I felt as though um, at first I'm like, well, this doesn't really work because you know he doesn't really, you know, we know that he. I, I felt as though we know that he knows that he doesn't really know Vader. But at the same point in time, it's like we that's just an assumption, right? Like in when he meets Vader on, uh, you know, in in Empire, he doesn't really say, hey, you know, we've only seen each other that one other time. Um, so this actually kind of works a little bit. Um, they, they have an altercation, they meet, um, Vader's unsure who he is, um, Skywalker uh, has a lot of hate for Vader because he killed Obi-Wan, there's a little bit of a, a process behind that, you know, Luke has his thoughts about what's going on, Vader has his, and, you know, a lot of the characters that we know and love come into play um, during this time frame. One of the things that, and actually the sole reason that I wanted to talk about this Marvel Star Wars. I'm trying to stay out of spoiler territory here because these are still fairly new, and I try to base everything on the fact that if people aren't buying the books, they might be getting Marvel Unlimited, which is uh, six months behind on everything. So I'm trying to keep it at a level where people could be caught up by the time they, they listen to this podcast. 
but just know that I might actually say some spoiler things. I don't mean to. It's just sometimes in order to, to give my thought. But this podcast is all about like how I feel about something, how it affected me, and not so much about, hey, I'm going to tell you everything going on in the story. Um, not that my thoughts and feelings are that important, but some people connect with that. That's what I do with Sci-Fi Day. That's what I'm going to keep on doing, so there's that. Anyway, um, so when we get to, uh, there's like three ish, three issues in the book where the story's being told. And, and uh, these three issues in particular, what I really enjoyed, what really um, got me excited for the book and had made it hard for me to put down, was you had um, Han and Leia and another character on in one location dealing with a difficult situation. You had, uh, well, you had Luke and R2 in another location dealing with a difficult situation. And then a couple issues in, you have um, Chewie and 3PO join Luke. And what they kept doing in the book was very much like the movie where they just kept flashing back, or flashing between, I can't say flashing back, flashing between the two um, groups of companions. So you'd have like, you know, a page with, uh, you know, Han and Leia and what's going on there. And just when everything would amp up, you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? You'd turn the page and we'd be back with uh, Luke and his crew. And then when it, things kind of got amped up there, we'd flip back. And I really uh, enjoyed that storytelling. It was like, I, for a book... The Star Wars books, the one thing I can say is that unlike some of the, uh, the other Marvel, I think Marvel's particularly guilty of this. Again, just my opinion, I can get a Marvel book, you pay three, four bucks for it, sometimes five, and then you can read it in less than 10 minutes. The Star Wars books were a little bit more wordy, and also the fact that I was trying to make sure that everything made sense and everything kind of coalesced to fit into the films um, probably slowed down the reading process a little bit. But I, feel, I felt as though I got my money's worth um, out of these books. The first one, not so much, but then again, that was kind of a kickoff. You kind of know where things are going. But the other ones, for sure, they took much longer to read than I thought they were going to, and I felt satisfied. You know, I mean, not that words, you know, it's a comic book, so you got to be able to tell the, tell, tell the story with pictures as well as um, using words. But in, in my opinion, everything uh, worked fairly well for these these stories. And um, again, we're still kind of in the, you know, after 12 issues, everything kind of, um, it kind of ends up, ends that story and we're ready to start a different chapter. Um, but you know, obviously there's going to be things that happen to touch back to those stories. Um, all the characters that you love are in here. Obviously we have stormtroopers, we have Darth Vader, we have, um, you know, the main group, you know, Luke and Leia and Han and Chewie and, um, the droids. Um, we have a couple of characters we've only seen a couple of times, um, in the first Star Wars film that, um, although they're, they're kind of minor, they're, the characters are kind of minor, but their role, you know, generals and things like that. You have, um, Boba Fett shows up. Um, you have some of the other bounty hunters. Um, you have, uh, people connected to, uh, or knew who Greedo was, um, that show up. You have, uh, Jabba the Hutt. And um, all these other uh, characters, there's, there's something else in the first uh, few issues that, again, I'm not quite sure how I feel. I'm, I'm slowly starting to absorb it into my brain now and kind of accept it for what it is. But you have a, a long meeting with uh, Darth Vader and Jabba the Hutt, which is something that I felt um, I didn't think really happened. I felt as though um, f- from the, the things I've read and watched and, and things like that, that um, the Empire kind of stayed away from Jabba because he had his own kind of empire going on there and they kind of stayed out of each other's way. Not that they ever, you know, 
They that it was it seemed as though like they never talked. They never wanted to butt heads. They just kind of like moved around each other in circles, trying to keep distance. And as long as they could carry on their business, it's all that mattered. But you have this uh, meeting with the two of them, which was interesting. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, but you know, and the other thing is too is Darth Vader. He's just he's drawn so so much like a badass. He's so he's thinner. He's not. He's much more. Um, he's much more active. And he is, rather than the Darth Vader we know that uses, it seems like in the films, he uses the force to throw a lot of things. And obviously, you, when you watch him in fight scenes, he doesn't have range of movement, uh, mostly due to the, the costume. And here, none of that's an issue. He's like a freaking ninja. Um, so I kind of like that, you know. Now, I've also been reading the original um, Marvel Star Wars. You talk about wordy. Oh, my God. You get your money's worth out of that because it's like a half hour to get through one issue. Um, what I've always liked about those books... Uh, and again, I'm starting that back from the beginning. I'm, st- I'm slowly starting to read all that again. Um, obviously, the first couple issues are a retelling of A New Hope with some different, uh, from a different angle, a lot of the scenes and some more information added in. But what I've always liked about those is the fact that since the gloves were off and you could kind of do what you wanted to do as long as you didn't mess up any of the films, you could introduce all these weird characters we didn't know of before, all these characters that were unheard of that you know we just kind of uh, went with, you know, and... Um, I like that. I like the fact that you were able to uh, bring in characters that, that were, uh, there's no way you could create these in the film, you know, in this way. And bring all these characters in and have all this side story, have all this backstory for um, a lot of the other characters in the films that we never would have gotten because there wasn't a point to it in the film. You're trying to tell one particular story, but you tell all these backstories. I love the art. I love the way the characters were rendered completely different than what we're used to seeing. Um, I, I enjoyed all of that, you know, and some of the uh, oh, some of the physics and things behind it that you know we we wouldn't normally see. You know, a lot of the space walking, the space travel, the different ships, um, all that stuff that. You know, it was just kind of like, I mean, Star Wars is an adventure story. So when they did this, they were doing a science fiction story. So they had a lot of sci-fi elements into it, you know, that uh, to me made it it just much different and much more interesting. And, you know, when you come back and you say, okay, well, this stuff is going to be canon um, or what have you, then then that that just kind of adds to it. That kind of, I'm kind of hoping to, uh, I'm not completely familiar with the original Star Wars run. I've picked up issues here and there. And, uh, but I haven't read any of that stuff. I think I read like the first four or five issues, uh, again, like four or five years ago. But other than that, um, I haven't looked or touched a Star Wars comic from the original run in a long time, but I really would like to sit sit down and go through them and read them all again and see what's uh, happening. There's just so much information there and so many good stories. Now, while I'm on the topic of comics, I'm going to throw one more thing out there. And, And again, this is, uh, I don't know. This can be debatable. This can be up for debate between some of the people out there. You know, I, I love comic books. I always have. I I don't know what it is. I talked about this a bit before in the show. Um, I'm sure that a lot of the comic listeners, I mean, this is on, you know, Derek's feed and, and, you know, it's a lot of podcasts or a lot of comic podcasts and people that love comics. I mean, just always love them. I, some people spend, you know, weeks and days and, you know, whatever, looking at a book and investigating the author. I never did all that. I, never, I didn't care. I, I was, I'm in it for the stories. I'll just tell you right now. I'm in it for the stories. Um, there are stories that I read that for 10 years I had no idea who wrote them because I just didn't care. I just was like, man, this is a good story. It was like, to me, I wasn't talking about, hey, you know, Bob, the writer and, and Charles, the, the inker and, you know, 
buddy, the the artist, I was talking about, hey, you know, this 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 year, Daredevil, man, Daredevil did this, and can you believe that? And he took on Spider Man, and you know, that's what I liked about it. You know, I liked the stories; they, they connected with me, and I enjoyed that. You know, we get to a point where, um, you know, it's a it's a double edged sword. When I started reading DC, um, you know, I was more of a Marvel guy in the beginning. I started reading DC. But what always intrigued me about DC is that I would, uh, is that what happens? I went to school with some people who read DC and they read, they read some, they weren't reading, I mean, I read Batman, everybody read Batman, but they were reading like some obscure titles that at the time I thought were really obscure. You know, like they were reading like, you know, Legion of Superheroes or, or, you know, um, that was one of the most obscure ones I feel uh, at the time, because that was just something that you didn't find very often. But okay, but say, let's use this for example. So I'd pick it up and I read, I'm like, well, who is this guy? Who is this character? I've never heard of these people. This is so cool. And because of the continuity, I could go back and try to find stories with this character. And I'd be so, I'd be like pouring over every word trying to figure out any more information. Because there was no internet. There was no digital comics. There were no encyclopedias. You had to go and you had to do the work. You had to find the comics. You had to find people who had them. There wasn't a comic shop near me. I couldn't go and buy back issues. I just had to try to hang on every word that they were saying. I'm like, okay, he says he's from this planet. This is what his powers is. He's says this person's her brother or sister, and try to put it all together in my head, right? Well, DC and Marvel both, but especially DC because I have a, a particular love of DC Comics. I think it's because of that. I think it's a lot of the mystery is what drew me in. But, you know, they, they've done how many reboots now, you know? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a person that here and complains and says, ah, you know, they rebooted this, and now this other doesn't exist. I don't, I don't believe that at all. I, I think that, you know, the other does exist, just another dimension. It's not a big deal to me. Um, I just, if, if I don't like the comic, I don't read it. I'll sit here and cry about it. I just listen to complain about it. I just don't buy it. You know, it's no big deal. But what I am going to cry a little bit about, um, is that I'm kind of at a standstill. I mean, I have, I have a lot of the older stories that I want to go back and revisit. You know, I, I still love reading every, pretty much every Flash comic. I just enjoy reading that, that character. It's just a great character to me. But I was struck with the fact that the other day I was like, man, I, I want to read something new. Um, you know, something new, something current. And I really couldn't find a story that didn't connect to some other continuity somewhere. Um, and, you know, we're not connecting to the old continuity. We're not connecting to the, or, or we're connected to the new continuity. And I wasn't sure about what's going on. And then I just kind of got depressed. And not because I couldn't find what I wanted, but because of DC's promise to me that basically was like, hey, you know, we're going to, we're not going to deal with, uh, we're not going to worry about the continuity and this and that. We're just going to need to tell good stories. We're gonna we're gonna tell a story. Doesn't matter what timeline's in, and I don't. I'm not exactly. Feel, I don't. I'm not. I don't feel as though that's happened for me. I don't feel as though they come up with with a story for you know Batman or Superman or or Wonder Woman or some of these obscure characters. You know, B listers. They haven't come up with a story that says, "Hey, you know, th- we're gonna tell a story. This character, it's gonna be four issues, and it doesn't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead you to any kind of continuity. We're, this isn't gonna tie into any of their books." This is going to be its own thing. We're going to tell this one story, and that's that. And that's kind of what I'm looking for. Now, I'm not saying that those aren't out there. And I'm sure some people can send me some suggestions of some of the newer stuff. Um, but it's just that uh, I feel as though they, they've kind of let me down. I understand that everything's about the movies now. Everything's about the TV show now. I, I get that. Okay, I understand what they're trying to do there. They're a company. They're trying to make money. I do get that. Um, never forget your roots, though. And you know, I understand that you know you have to do whatever you have to do on the marketing end with the comics to try to bring people in and try to connect with uh, new readers. And I'm cool with that. You know, I mean, I, I, I understand that. And, but it's just that there's just not, I, I'm not feeling the need 
to pick up anything new from DC. What I'm feeling, what I've been doing is I'm starting to feel as though I should just wait for several months and find out what's a good story and then buy the comics or buy the trade of that one story and read that and then just sit back and, and, and kind of hope for the best. Um, that's kind of what I'm feeling. But before, I liked reading all the different comics because everything was telling their own story. It seems as though everything's kind of tied together in one big glob now. And um, I thought it was supposed to be the exact opposite of that. And again, this is just my opinion. I know that um, I haven't read a DC comic for like four, five months now. I just started to get kind of burned out. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the best thing that, uh, the, or the most enjoyable comic that I'm reading from DC um, is Injustice Gods Among Us. Um, that's what our DC reboot should look like. But um, I'm, I'm enjoying the heck out of that. Everything works. You know, when you bring a new character and you don't spend 20 minutes explaining who they are, you just bring them in and, work and go with it. Um, I'm really enjoying the heck out of that. Um, I, I, I haven't been reading much of anything else. It's just been... Uh, I've been reading a lot of older stuff, but the new stuff I've been kind of shying away from, and it's not, uh, and it's not because I want to. Uh, it's because I don't feel I feel as though I have so little time to read that if I read something and the story isn't compelling, then I'm going to be upset with you know wasting my time reading that. And I just uh, you know, and then I, I start looking around, and I find all those independent books, and I read more independent comics anymore than anything else. I mean, uh, Image is hitting them out of the park. Um, there's a bunch of other things out there as well that are coming out or currently um, ongoing that I'm curious about. And with all the movies coming out, I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do about rebooting or what's going to happen there. But um, I just want a good story. I don't need to be tied into anything else. And the other thing is, is that I want, and it's probably never going to happen anytime soon, but Justice Society of America is my favorite team. It, they, I don't know why. I can't. I try to think about it and think, well, why is it my favorite team? I don't know if it's because there's so much history tied to them. I'm not sure if it's because I find the characters so interesting because they're not overpowered, they're not young, they're not going to live forever. I mean, they are, but you know, they're. Um, I think it's because they're characters who are heroes who are driven. Their main drive isn't their powers or their abilities. Their main drive is the personality of the people that they are under the mask. Um, that's that's the best example that I can give. You know, Jay Garrick is the Flash, but he's Jay Garrick. Everybody knows who he is, and um, he's he's one of my favorite characters. As is Alan Scott, and um, took me a while to warm up to Wildcat, but uh, really digging that character. I mean, I just think he is a, uh, I think he's just a great character. But I, I'm kind of looking for. Um, you know, uh, stories like that, that even though they have this rich history, they'll be able to tell a story and then move on. Um, and during the course of the story, you know, we're, they're dealing with their own personal things going on, their personal drive, what makes them um, who they are. And I felt as though, like, when we did the convergence, the two-issue convergence um, tie-in, that that felt kind of true to who the characters were, where basically it was like, you know, we got one more in us. You know, we're old now and everything, but we got one more in us. And our job is to protect people, and that's what we're going to do. And if we die during the course of that, you know, task, well, then that's that's the way it is because these are the these are the characters. You know, this is who we are. These are the characters, and those of us that have read those characters know that. You know, we know that. You know, although you know, obviously nobody wants to die, but they would freely give their lives um, to save other people because that's who they are, and that's what works. And 
that always uh, that always sat real well with me. I think you know one of the and not not my favorite Justice Society story, but up there. But one of the ones I'm going to use for an example was the one where, um, if you remember, they were rounded up by the Nazis, and there was an internment camp with all the heroes, and some of the heroes were sacrificing their lives. Um, because they were doing executions. They were doing things so that they could get executed, so they could draw a crowd, so the others can do what they had to do. And basically the idea was they were going to go back in time and stop this incident from ever happening. I mean, it was a current day thing. Um, so this took place in the future. And um, it was kind of brutal in a lot of ways. I mean, there was a lot of brutality um, in what was happening there. But the story, it, it, it's not, I mean, the story was great and the story, I mean, it was kind of brutal. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. But, but what I liked about it was the fact that this was a thing that they did. They told this story and then they moved on, you know. And it seems as though a lot of the stories now, they, there's, there's trouble moving on from them. And, and I feel as though, and again, my opinion, DC has done this reboot and they, I got all excited because I remember like, you know, in... 2010, and you know, things in around that time frame that you know, they were doing these stories that were kind of uh, they told a story and then they moved on. And now we're at a point where we're not doing that, and that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we said we're going to be doing. So, anyway, I, again, I'm never, I'm never going to stop reading comics, I'm always going to have comics. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, God, God knows my comicsology account is uh, just chock full of stuff. Um, but it's just a matter of right now, this is kind of how I'm feeling. I'm kind of shying away from some of the DC stuff. And I have, uh, I have a whole bunch of, uh, just society. I keep picking up whenever comiXology has a sale. When I start feeling like this, I load a few of them up on my iPad and sit down and read them. And then I feel a little bit better about things for a while. And maybe I just need to do that. But, um, anyhow, Star Wars, which is what I started this with. If you have the opportunity, go ahead and read it. If you're a fan of Star Wars, and and uh, you know, let me know what you think. I mean, it's just I, like I said, I think it's I haven't read, read any of the offshoots yet. I'm just sticking with the core title right now. Um, but man, I I, uh, I like what they're doing. I like the way the the way that they're telling the story, especially um, with the back and forth, the storytelling, uh, the whole way, the way that they pace everything out is really working for me. Uh, may not agree with everything happening in the story, but I got to give them credit where credits due. Um, Artwork spot on. Really enjoying everything that's going on. And like I say, I mean, I love comics and I have all the old ones. I haven't read all those yet, so I can go back and read those. But I'm kind of hungry for some new stories that are kind of standing alone by themselves. So if you have anything that came out in the last, say, six months that you want to recommend, go ahead and shoot it my way. Sci-fi dig at gmail.com. <laughs>